Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, I think... The news has gone crazy lately. Well, I think the news has been like batshit nuts since January of 2020. However, I always appreciate it when something pops up in the news that isn't about the pandemic. Exactly. Only I even just looked before we went on air and there are no updates on this thing except to say that this person was rescued. But tell them what we're talking about. So there was a lady and she got stuck in an eight-inch eight inch gap between two buildings in Santa Ana, naked. So it begs Stop. the question, why was she naked on the right. streets of Santa Ana, and why was she trying to climb between an eight-inch eight gap? I mean, there's no human being alive that could get through an eight-inch gap. I mean, my initial, my initial thought is meth. Yeah. Or some kind of drugs, because... What else possesses you to get naked and cram yourself in between two industrial buildings? Yeah. Yep. But yes. It's butt ass naked and the fire department had to rescue her. When she was too far in for them to reach her. Oh, you read more about yeah, it. Yeah, she was too far in for them to reach her and she could not scoot back out. So Did they, you see how they got her? They around? went inside the building and they measured kind of determined where approximately where she would be and they carefully cut a hole put a camera out there and take a better look. Mm-hmm. Then they just cut open the wall, try to retrieve her from the... Oh, my gosh. So now that poor business has to repair their building because some dumbass got stuck? Oh, the city will pay for it. I'm sure their insurance would pay for it, really. Yeah, but that's interesting, you know? I see lots of dumb shit like that on the news lately. Do you? I can't remember any of the other ones, but I, I always read you the headlines when I see them. They the, the news has gone cuckoo crazy, though, about stuff like that. And it's good because... Maybe maybe they're tired of reporting on, you know, the number of cases because that's the thing I've noticed lately. They're not going on and on and on about how many, you know, people are dying anymore. They're going on and on and on about how many people have have a case. Right. And I say, who cares if somebody has a case? That's like saying, you know, 20,000 people got a cold yesterday. Who cares? They're going to live. You know what I did find particularly interesting that I have now seen on multiple news. When I read it to you yesterday, it was only on the register. But now it was like on the Long Beach Press Telegram, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Was about that restaurant in Huntington Beach. Yeah. All the news articles are going on and on about how they accepted PPP loans during this whole thing. Keyword is loan. It's not a PPP gift. It's a loan. Right. Anyway, um, and now they're ignoring COVID guidelines. And this, this restaurant, during the mask time... They were only allowing people to enter the restaurant if they weren't wearing a mask. 
And now during the time of all holy vaccinations, they're only allowing customers to come in if they're not vaccinated. <laughs> well, they're publicly saying that. But we all know that just like you can't prove very well that someone is vaccinated, you also can't prove that they're not. Right. Now, I would get the guess that the majority of vaccinated people are going to be like, well, screw that place. <sighs> but anyway. Well, that's kind of the desired effect of the, the edict. The news yeah. thinks that, seems to think that. If they were just going to ignore COVID regulations, they shouldn't have been allowed to get any kind of financial assistance. And that's because we live in an authoritarian society again. We live in a society where where people think it's okay to dictate what other people should or should not do. So you the- know, it's okay for them to take advantage of the um, government's kindness because they have more virtue than that business because they're they're little lemmings and following along with everything that's said anybody who thinks that science had anything to do with the pandemic response in this country needs to have their head examined well then i ask the question okay if they're and i'm putting finger quotes around this because i'm fully aware that it's not a law right if they're quote unquote breaking the law and therefore shouldn't be able to get any kind of public assistance to help their business and they're in the state of california then why is the state of california giving medical to people who broke the law to enter the country and still aren't here legally well see this is why like people say to me you side more often with the right than with the left and it's because i personally feel the left is extremely inconsistent well and that's something that's inconsistent it's so inconsistent it's just like the whole on the abortion debate, and we've had this conversation, our listeners know how I feel about abortions. The left is, it's her body, it's her choice. Great. It is. It's her body, it's her choice. But now they're screaming, mandate the vaccine. Mandate the vaccination. A medical procedure that could change your RNA or in, have adverse side effects of any variety. A medical procedure. And they think that that should be mandated. And it's no longer your body, your choice. It's what they say. And if you tell them, I'm not sure about the vaccination. It's my body. It's my choice if I'm going to get it. And they're, well, you're probably against abortion too, aren't you? Actually, I'm not because I know what consistency is dumb shit. But here's the thing. With them, it's their way or the highway. It's not my body, my choice. That isn't what they really believe. They just believe their way or the highway. So they pick and choose on each subject which way to go and then it's that's the way you either do that or you're you're an idiot i mean nancy pelosi's office called kevin mccarthy a moron because he opposes her mask mandate you know and and let me let me point something out people is how kevin very scientific McCarthy this that is. republican dude yes. you were listening to earlier but here's how here's how scientific this is folks imagine a rectangle and on one side of the rectangle is a circular room And on the other side of the rectangle is a circular room. And in between is like a super tall ceiling in the dead center of the hallway. And there's a hallway between one circular room and the other circular room. Well, that, my friends, is Congress on the right side, the rotunda in the middle, and the Senate on the left side. All the very same building. It's a super big, like a lobby with a super tall. Is that the dome? Yes. So that's what you've got. Okay. And there's a hallway. So they're connected. So it's literally one building connected. But you, the science, put that in quotes, says you got to wear a mask when you're in the Congress side of the rotunda. 
But as soon as you cross over into the Senate side of the rotunda, you can take off your mask. That's the science behind this. That's pretty spectacular. Tell me how that makes any sense to anybody. It doesn't. And people are just still stupidly online preaching about, you know, people are killing people by not wearing masks. Have they not learned anything in a year and a half? Do you want to know the most hilarious thing that I've seen on the news lately? I love hilarious things. You're going to like this because it's spectacular. Okay, so you know how the state of California, quote unquote, mandated that all healthcare workers have to have the vaccine? Right. Don't go. Don't go anywhere with that yet. Okay. So the news. California mandates healthcare workers must have the vaccine. Okay. Comments. Yeah. Healthcare workers should have the vaccine. They should definitely have to have the vaccine to work in healthcare settings. And then there's the odd, why are you mandating anybody gets a vaccination? Whatever. Anyway, nobody actually read the article. I read the article. California is mandating that they get vaccinated or that they get tested every week. Yeah, yet everyone's going to tell you that you're a moron if you say that because, you know, it said California mandates that healthcare workers get a vaccine. I think it's hilarious because I do think it's reasonable that healthcare workers should have to be tested on a regular basis if they're working with a, a g- large group of people, especially older people. So, like, <laughs> I just can't. I don't recall, I don't recall w- w- which group of people it was, but... I was reading that some industry, some company is requiring that its workers either get vaccinated or if they don't want to get vaccinated, they have to pay for, get this, daily COVID tests using economics to twist their arm to force them to get the vaccine. That's not cheap. Because yeah, exactly. Who's going to pay, you know, 80 bucks at the cheapest that I've seen every day. That's, you know, $400 a week if you work five days a week. That's more than some Most people, people make. don't make four hundred dollars a week at I all, even close. Think your employer can force you to do that. I think that the first one that tries will get sued and will lose. I do too. And I think that's what people forget. You know, they come up with these draconian measures, and I mean, like, gotta tell you, there are laws we can, to protect people. From we can, like that. we can wrap up the show by talking about this topic. Okay, <laughs> I'd stayed away from Twitter for a while. Went on Twitter. And, of course, stupid-ass Joe Biden has to start in with the, you know, his dumb fucking social media people have to start in with the, and we've had more growth in the economy in six mo- in a six-month period than in any other six-month period in history. Wow. Let's not bother to mention that the complete year before, the entire economy was shut down and only just recently re- reopened. Let's not forget that part. You you can't purposely ignore that because that makes the numbers off. They're not correct. They're not the same as other years. And you need to compare it to a different year. That's an anomaly year. In data science, you would toss that that year to the side and not include it in important calculations because it skews the numbers. Just like if you want to talk about what the long-term mortality rate is, like average age of death for an American, you got to throw out 2020 because so too. too many people died in 2020 that wouldn't have. So you got to throw it out. Otherwise, the numbers aren't accurate. But didn't so, they already establish that the same number of people died in 2020s would have died in 2020 the anyway? The death rate was was exactly the same, which I find really interesting. And wasn't it also demographically very similar? Yes. So then why do you have to throw out 2020? Well, I'm just saying 
if you want to acquiesce to their commentary that that was a worse year, throw it out. Well, okay, that's fine. I don't want. I mean, to I mean, if it's the same, it, think about it. If it's the same growth pattern, well, it won't matter that you threw it out. Right. And if it is affected, like they say, it will matter that you throw it out. So you might as well throw it out. You know what you really should look at from the year twenty twenty? The suicide rate. Yeah, we've talked about this. It is a sad. It is a sad side effect of the entire pandemic. That is for sure. But you know, I have to say. Do you? We were in Vegas. We this were. Past weekend. It was spectacular. And we had such a good time. And Fremont Street was kind of back to its normal self, only not as crowded. It was hopping, man. But it wasn't as crowded. It so was it a was, Sunday night. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun because there was enough people there to have an energy. It was freaking But not crazy. so many that you felt like you were a sardine. Yeah. And people were dancing. You almost got murdered by a flying um, pop-up tent. That would have really hurt. I mean, I don't think I would have liked that at all. We saw women dancing on top of the bar. I like that more than I like the pop-up tent flying. We met an Australian bartender who was probably a 10. We got stuck in a Las Vegas monsoon. Yeah, we were in a monsoon. Now, we also got to go to Resort World for the first time. It just recently opened. Like well, that place was A couple rad. of weeks. It was really cool. We didn't really get to explore the whole thing yet, but we saw a lot of it. And there's like a little mall. And then we went to eat lunch there that was our main objective was just to have lunch because we were and hungry they have like a a food court that they what was it called street food international or something like that something like that it was the main food area in the hotel and, you won't miss it and if the you go funny there. part that i wanted to mention is that we're walking and i see these four ladies in front of me and i look at toria and i say they're on the prowl and you could tell by the way they were dressed just from behind that they were on the prowl so and we went past them because we were we could see like a restaurant beyond the food court. And I think both of us were hoping that it was going to be like a restaurant we could sit down at. And it right. turned out to basically just be a bar with like a food truck in it. You know, um, I was kind of right. hoping to be able to like sit in the dark and be a little cooler. <laughs> but we, you know, it wasn't bad. But, 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 but it was OK. So we came back and then who's right in front of us where we're sitting down at the table, um, the Prowler crew. And I'm looking at this lady, and I'm going, wow, that's so weird. It looks like she's not wearing a top under that little like blazer that she's wearing. And then you look at me, and you go, what are you looking at her for? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out if she's wearing a top under that blazer. And you go, where? And then you go, I can't tell from here. I can't tell from here. Well, as luck would have it, she switched places, and you confirmed that she was not wearing a top She was just wearing under the a blazer. jacket. Yeah, it was... They were on the prowl. I think she was recently divorced. We went to a pool hall that was on Bar Rescue called Griff's. Shout out to Griff's. Um, their drinks were better after the first one. Their drinks were pretty good overall. My, I drank three Long Island iced Four. teas. Four Long Island iced teas, <laughs> like I said. And they all tasted exactly the same. And, and I thought that the first one was weak until about 10 minutes after I finished it. And then I didn't think it was. Alcohol then I didn't friend. think it was so weak. Yeah, but then you'd already started on the second one. I should have just, you know, how I, I got that Long Beach tea. Yeah, it was like a grapefruit version of the Long Island iced tea. Yeah, I should have gotten that all night instead of whatever other shit that I better got. drink. It huh? was really, really good, and yeah. it was really, really. Well, really that's why strong. I stuck with the Long Island iced tea because I also didn't want to have any problems with mixing, you know, weird alcohol together. That was the first time I've ever tasted a Long Island iced tea. It's tasty, huh? Yes, though I don't understand how it makes it taste like that, but whatever. 
There's no tea in it. It's um, alcohol and cola. Uh-huh, and then some other flavorings. It's just weird that it makes it taste like iced tea. Yeah. It's what a mixologist's specialty is, you know? Yep. Coming up with flavors like that. It, it was pretty, but overall it was a rad trip, and we had such a good time. And like you said, we got really close together. That's a really nice we after effect. We got free lunch. We got a free lunch. Pampa's Brazilian Steakhouse in the Miracle Mile. Yep. We did not get paid to mention them. No. I have to say that. I'm required. And we didn't get free lunch because we were going to mention them either. We got free lunch because we're awesome. Yep. And their food was really good. And then we went to some place called Pizza Rock, which was super delicious. And then we went to a casino that I've never heard of called the Cannery Casino in North Las Vegas to a prime rib slash steakhouse called carve it was so good go there you and, won't go wrong. and ignore the stupid yelp reviews that say the staff is rude they were not rude they were the nicest people i had alcohol we had an appetizer you had a decently large size i prime had almost rib. a pound of prime rib and i had pasta that i added shrimp to and after tip our bill was less than a hundred dollars yeah so go there if you like prime rib steak Shrimp fettuccine Alfredo. Good stuff. Oh, and then we have to announce a very sad thing. Oh. First of all, our Zoom members are very sad, and they've been having a hard time with the heat. And, well, while we were gone for the weekend, of course, we had people coming to check on the babies. And, well, our baby piggy named, oh, so sad, Mr. Oz, Ozzy, he passed away. We're down to just one piggy now, Mr. Finn. So now our amazing zoo is missing yet another member. It's so sad. Yep. And that's about all the emotions I can handle tonight. That was not a very nice way to end the podcast. Tell us a joke. Tell you a joke? Yes. Well, what I, I don't have a joke to tell you, but I can tell you something that's super cute. Do it. Tell me something cute. It's super hot, and the fans are blowing in this direction, and there's Miss Bree on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And she snuggled up to the uh, skunk stuffed toy. And she is just like stretched out with her big old long legs like a moose. And she is sleeping on top of the skunk stuffed and a, toy. There's a chubby cat spread out underneath the table. And she's using the table leg as a pillow. And then there's a jazz man spread out on your laptop bag. <laughs> so now that all the animals are sleeping, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.